All right, it's time for another Real Estate Law Podcast. Quick take, my name is Jason Muth, one of your hosts. I'm with Pride Away Stays and Straightforward Short-Term Rentals. Um, after leaving the W-2 world back in 2022, we launched those businesses. We've had a lot of STR people on this podcast giving lots of amazing advice, uh, including Cullen Tate, who is the host coach. Cullen owns nine properties, last time we checked in with him, uh, and he is really good at optimizing those properties. Now, um, when we had him on this podcast, we were investigating some of the systems that he knew intimately, and lots of people in the STR space know these systems, like Price Lab for dynamic pricing or hospitable or guesty for guest communication and just kind of keeping organized. At the time, we weren't doing it. And Cullen estimates that about 95% of hosts are not utilizing these tools. I agree. I think a lot of people are not doing it. And when we have conversations with people kind of in like the real world and everyday life about short-term rentals, when we introduce these types of concepts into the conversation, um, it's eye-opening. It's illuminating to these people. So unless you're like really deep in the trenches and in it every single day, you might not realize that these tools exist to help optimize your properties, make it easier for you to run them, and give you the ability to make more money than you would have if you just set and forget your prices. So give a listen. So 95% of hosts are, are doing what I call like set it and forget it pricing, right? Mm-hmm. $200 a night, plug it into the calendar. And what happens is your weekends fill up real quick and your weekdays stay vacant. So if that sounds familiar to anybody, the solution is a technological one. There are third-party dynamic pricing tools available that attach to your Airbnb listing. I use one called Price Labs. And that software is attached through an API directly to the data at Airbnb. And it knows precisely how many people are searching for a property in a given area every specific day. It knows that historic information as well. And it knows the uh, current occupancy. So with a software like that, you would set a base price of say $200. And then the software would adjust automatically for you uh, your price upwards in the case of high demand. So let's say there's a concert coming in town or you know, a fair or you know, it's a college graduation weekend. It would apply a factor to that $200 price and maybe that makes your weekend price more like $400. And so on the other side, you know, if the property is vacant next Tuesday night, Tuesday and Wednesday night of next week, it will say, well, that's pretty close. Let's start cutting those prices down. And so what that does is it maximizes your revenue by getting those higher prices, but equally important, it maximizes your occupancy. A lot of people don't think of Airbnb as a search engine, but it is. It's an interest algorithm. And so when you can start thinking about, well, what would the algorithm prefer? What are the things that are going to make the algorithm like me better? Meaning they have to decide in which order to show properties. So if there's 300 properties in a market, can't show them all at once and it doesn't make sense to show them randomly. So it will show them, you know, there's a lot of factors, but think about what's important to the algorithm, to the company, which is they only get paid their service fees when your place books. So the place that books the most and generates, closes the most leads, turns, converts the most views into a booking, uh, will be preferred by the algorithm, therefore will be shown higher in rank placement, and it's a self-feeding circle. So pricing for occupancy. What percentage of people would you guess are using dynamic tools like this, like it versus the set it and forget it model? About 5%. Yeah. Very low. I- 
I was thinking single digit percentage as well. Yeah. We actually are not doing that right now, but I have, I have five tools that are on my list to vet right now. Uh, now that I'm no longer working my W-2 job <laughs> and I get to do this full time. So our objective is to scale this up a little bit more and you know, we're actively searching for another one or two investment properties, maybe short term, probably long term, just to kind of diversify a little bit. But some other tools, what are some other tools that you're using? Is there anything else besides, besides the dynamic pricing tool? Yeah. So the next big headache, and these are things that I discovered when I said, when I went from, you know, just kind of two hobby properties to buying the three in that summer range and getting real specific and, you know, all of a sudden now you've got to figure out uh, operations. So I was spending a lot of time messaging guests and there's another technology, another uh, software as a service called Hospitable which is an automated messaging system. So when a guest books through instant book, they automatically receive instantaneously a message back from the hospitable that we've customized. This is thank you for booking. And here's everything that you need to know about visiting this area, right? Jason, if you were coming to DC, you know, and said, what am I going to do? What should I do? What should I see? I'm going to send you a long email with, you know, all my favorite restaurants and attractions, right? So that automated message goes out. So all of the messaging with the guests is automated. So their check-in message that goes out three days before they check in, automated, Wi-Fi passwords, all that kind of stuff. And then we check in with them after 24 hours in the stay. How's everything going? Is everything all right? That heads off any type of, well, gee, you know, the toaster didn't work during my whole stay. So it also decreases your operational time and increases your kind of touch um, with the guests, which leads to higher reviews, which is also mm -hmm. important. Right. Because that's another factor that Airbnb will use to rank your property or drop it further down their rankings. If you as a host have poor ratings, you know, they're going to rank properties that are hosted by people that have higher ratings higher than yours. That's yeah, very like strong. That's yeah, a very, very strong, strong driver of the uh, placement. I want to ask about your um, philosophy of outsourcing to and using these different tools for automation because I feel a tension between the idea that it's sometimes great to do everything yourself so you understand what's going on. And by that, I mean, when we first started doing our rentals, it was nice to do a, a few cleanings ourselves to experience the place ourselves. So we know what's involved with all of those things. Then also messaging the guests by, you know, manually every single time, just so we understand what the conversations are. But if we continued on that forever, we would be inundated with that level of work for every single listing. So I wanted to ask before we, you know, go too far into all the specific tools and ways to automate, what, you know, what's your philosophy? of outsourcing and automating? Yeah, I think there's one is spending time in your listing. And we definitely advocate spending a lot of time in your listing, particularly as you're setting it up. Kind of my book answer is, you know, just try to spend a week. As I was saying, this last place that we're renovating, we've probably spent two months there. You know, we know that the hot water heater gurgles. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. we know uh, uh, my wife heard a little critter overhead a few nights ago and, you know, it was time to call the uh, pest management company, right? So mm -hmm. we do advocate spending, particularly during the setup phase, a good amount of time in your property. And that's why I always advocate starting locally, start, you know, nearby, start in a place that you're passionate about. In terms of the, um, the automations and guest communications, I guess I maybe oversimplified the, the automated messaging. Messages go out, but we see the messages coming in from the guests also. We run the Airbnb app on our phones. And so we're watching all of the communications and you're still receive, you know, 
specific questions from the guests. You know, where's the lighter? Where's the charcoal? You know, the automation is taking care of the heavy lifting, the rote lifting, but we're still monitoring all of the communications and specific guests' needs and responding. And there is another Real Estate Law Podcast quick take. For the full episode, please go to YouTube or iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to or heard that quick take. We're also on realestatelawpodcast.com where you can get all of our episodes and information about the show. On behalf of attorney broker Rory Gill, this is Jason Muth. Thank you for listening.